Welcome to another episode of Open Doors, Conversations with Heart of the Father. I'm your host, Jacqueline Harper. Open Doors is a conversation about inviting God's love, presence, and power into our hearts. We are friends and teammates from Heart of the Father Ministries who share in the mission of setting captive hearts free through Unbound Ministry. We're so glad you could join us. Well, welcome everyone to our Open Doors podcast. Here we are, season three, episode nine. As uh, I think Matt said, it feels like we're legit now. Yes. <laughs> Looking back in my mind today, thinking about my first podcast with Neil and what a gift it always is. He brings a treasure chest of wisdom from the Lord to, to every conversation, but what a gift it is for me and for all of you listeners just to have these next 30 or so minutes with Neil and hearing some of the treasures that he has in his heart. It's wonderful to be here with you, Jacqueline. I always enjoy the times we have to just go back and forth on a podcast. Yeah, it's really fun. I know you've been traveling a lot this fall, and here we are almost at the end of fall. And I just thought, can you give us one of your highlights, one of your favorite moments of your past travels? Well, you know, I have to I have to give you two. Uh, one is recently I went to St. Paul's Seminary in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I got to speak to all the seminarians and a great number of priests that uh, serve the seminarians. And I was so edified by the way they're being formed. They're being sent out to evangelize. They're being taught to pray over each other and to pray with other people. And I was so impressed with the director and the spiritual director. It was just mm-hmm. just amazing. You know, the theme of our little discussion today is gratitude. And so I'm filled with gratitude that, you know, I met Father John Vanderplow 10 years ago okay. and hadn't seen him since, talked a couple of times. But it was like we were just really good friends right from the beginning. And then he also had a chance to go on for a week's vacation with, with six couples. Wow. And most of them we've known for 40 years. Mm. And I'm just filled with gratitude that, that we have relationships and friends that lasted that long, and we can we can actually live together in one house <laughs> and still love each other. And I, I think, of course, it's because every day we started with prayer together, and and God's grace is just upon our relationships. So wow. I give thanks to the Lord. That is an amazing gift. That is a treasure too. Yeah, Amen. Mm. Neil mentioned today's topic is gratitude and. You know, here in the United States, we celebrate a holiday next week, a week from today, called Thanksgiving. For our international friends, you've probably heard of it as the American Thanksgiving. And we thought this would be a great time to talk about gratitude. We love our Thanksgiving tradition, but the heart behind it is really taking time to be grateful, to be thankful, and to express our Thanksgiving to the Lord. So, Neil, let's talk about gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, gratitude is an amazing gift, and it really is a gift because it comes from an awareness of the goodness of God. You know, when we encounter Him, when we encounter His love, maybe in a dramatic way, yeah, once or twice, or maybe just regularly as we come to Him, we encounter Him. And as we encounter Him and His goodness, it just produces gratitude. Hmm. Gratitude is a response to Him. And in fact, you know, I wonder what other response could we have than to be grateful for his goodness, for his love, that he would uh, choose us, that he would 
know our name, that he would come close to us, that he would like to spend time with us and he wants us to spend time with him. And so uh, this gift is like a, like any one of the virtues of faith, hope, and love. It needs to be nourished. It needs to be uh, responded to. It needs to be given expression. Psalm 136 begins with, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Uh, it's almost like a command. <laughs> Give thanks to the Lord, for he's good. It's a statement of fact. He is good. And his steadfast love endures forever. That's the basis. That's the foundation. And so in response, we need to give thanks. Sometimes we can be distracted from his goodness. Uh, We could be consumed by our troubles, consumed by the issues that we have in our life. and, And we end up thinking more about ourselves than thinking about him or his faithfulness. And uh, we're really in a spiritual battle where we're being drawn away from relationship with God. When we, when we draw away from thanksgiving and expressing gratitude, there's really a loss of relationship mm-hmm. uh, with him because we're relating to him at a different level than is appropriate. You know, the enemy wants to rob us of our salvation. He wants to rob us of this relationship of gratitude and thankfulness. Last year, I had an opportunity to spend some time reflecting upon uh, the duty we have to give thanks. I never thought about it as a duty, you know. And uh, yet, in, in Catholic liturgy, the priest always says these words. He says, it's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give thanks to the Lord, the Holy Father, creator of the world and source of life. I think I got that quote right. Yes, you did. <laughs> and uh, so it's just uh, a duty because it's the most natural response that we could make to God. In First Thessalonians 5, we read, it's almost like a command here to rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Wow. Give thanks in all circumstances. God is the creator and the source of every good thing. So it's right and just to respond and give him thanks, to give expression. You know, a father loves to give thanks to his children, and it's right and just for his children to give him thanks. And as I said, it's it's our duty to be good children, to be good followers of Jesus who always himself gave thanks. You know, when he multiplied the loaves and fishes, you know, he he lifted up the bread and gave thanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus gave thanks to his Father. And so he is our example and he leads us. But another interesting thing about that that little quote from the liturgy is, Mm -hmm. it's our salvation. Wow. Yeah. It's this ongoing conversion, this daily embracing of our salvation by giving thanks. It just calls us, especially as we're going to celebrate this holiday in the United States of Thanksgiving. It's just a reminder that Thanksgiving is is just at the heart of following the Lord. It's at the heart of our personal relationship with Him. And I am grateful that we've had this we have this time to talk about it today. Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. I would keep thinking about that 
you know, you hear those of us who go to the Catholic liturgy or other liturgies that say this, that quote, it is our duty and our salvation over and over and over again. I can't count the number of times, but to hear you talk about what does that mean that it's our salvation, that ongoing conversion and how expressing gratitude is significant because that's what Jesus modeled for us. Mm. That is what Jesus modeled for us. Oh, that's just amazing. So we all obviously need to grow in giving thanks. No matter where we are in our lives, we can always grow. So Neil, do you have any recommendations for, you know, suggestions for ways that we can grow in that act and that discipline? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple. <laughs> the first one is to uh, spend time with people that are grateful. You know, if we are always hanging around people that are bitter and resentful, it, it, might, it might provoke you <laughs> to give thanks more and to enter into the battle. But it's a lot easier if you hang around people like Jacqueline, who is always giving thanks and is always expressing gratitude. Jacqueline is, is much more verbal than I am. <laughs> and... Uh, and so she just oozes out thankfulness and gratefulness. And, and for me, I'm not as verbal. And uh, so I don't give expression as much, at least in conversation, to the incredible uh, gift that we have been given. But so my rec- first recommendation is hang around people that give thanks. Mm-hmm. The second one is to spend some time contemplating the goodness of God. Uh, we do that when we read the scriptures. But we can specifically decide when we read the scriptures that I'm going to look at things with a thankful heart and I'm looking at things that I can give thanks for. So instead of first trying to understand, we could just embrace the scripture with a thankful heart and know that we're embracing and we're and out of that thanksgiving, we're we're connecting with the Lord and we're connecting with our Father. And, and like it's, it's this dynamic of reading the scriptures with gratitude and thanksgiving. My, my favorite song this year is called The Goodness of God. <laughs> and the version that I, I've listened to over and over again is, is by C.C. Winans. And so I'm just going to read a couple of uh, lines from it. She sings, Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God because all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I'm able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And I've been in other situations where we've sung that, and it seems to really tap into gratitude in our hearts. I think we we really want to be grateful. We want this. We want to sing of the goodness of God. We we want to sing about His mercy, and and so a song like that, or somebody that is preaching a message, it gives release to what's in us mm-hmm. to express that gratitude, to to give thanks. So contemplating in various ways His goodness is one way to to grow in uh, in giving thanks. A third way we can we can grow is by purposefully rekindling our relationship with him by remembering the blessings in your life. In Psalm 103, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. 
So the exhortation is, don't forget <laughs> the gifts. Don't forget what he's done. But we can take it this way. Remember his benefits and give thanks. Amen. At our, at our Thanksgiving dinner, we usually take time for everyone to, to take turns giving thanks for one thing from this previous year. And it is a wonderful moment uh, to be sharing this Thanksgiving to God and remembering his benefits. But the things we mention at our special dinner are just signs and tokens or favors that the Lord has provided. But each one of them is just like a doorway to the greater a gift of him mm-hmm. and who he is, the source of life. And it goes back to really gratitude, where gratitude was planted within us. So it's a, it's a great habit. It's a great habit to do every day and not just once a year. You can ask God every day, you know, to remind you. It might might be something you do at night before you go to bed or when you go to bed. It's just to recall the things of the day, the blessings of the day that came your way, the way that God reached out to you to tell you that he loved you or the things that he allowed you to do that he loved about your day. Mm-hmm. I, I was recently encouraged to really purposely do this more because I heard someone speak about exercising your memory hmm. and um, and by recalling what happened during the day, recalling the names of people that we interacted with is a good way to exercise your mind. I love that. So, so that was just something that I know I need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really fits with what the Lord calls us to do in terms of giving thanks. I remember, um, it's a little different, but I remember once going to confession when I was a young mom and had a bunch of little kids and the house was messy and the laundry never ended, the dishes never ended. And I, the priest spoke to me very clearly about using those moments of feeling overwhelmed to offer gratitude and to say, thank you for these dirty socks my kids got to play at the park in. And, you know, thank you that they were trying to make brownies. And, and that's kind of a silly, simple way to express gratitude. But what you shared, Neil, makes me think a little bit about the podcast with Janet and Jen and I. We talked about going from grief to grace. And we did touch a little bit on how important expressing gratitude, even in the moments of real grief, you know, real struggle can be transformative. And it's kind of what you're talking about in the daily Mm -hmm. act of expressing. So thank you. Yeah. And I think that's really the the fourth thought that I had about how do we, how do we grow? And we can grow through speaking words and actions that express our gratitude. So words are important. Words of praise, words of thanks, just just little words that can really be included in our conversation that just gives thanks. And, you know, just praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just a thank you, Lord, in, in response to somebody sharing. In the scriptures, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And really, it's talking about coming to worship the Lord. And when we come to worship the Lord, it's with a thankful heart, and it's a heart full of praise. And if it's not there, then we need to stir it up. Hmm. We can stir it up by just how we talk about our times of worship, or how we talk about our times with the Lord. Are we entering with thanksgiving? Are we entering with praise? Is, is that the beginning? And so 
So going back to that core in us of, of gratitude that is there, mm-hmm. because we, we have experienced the goodness of God, we need to draw on it. And, uh, and every act of worship, an act of worship is, is really one way of looking at it is just giving back to God what is his. Mm. You know, he has claimed us. He's won us. I remember in the scriptures where they came to trap Jesus about the uh, the Roman tax, mm-hmm. and he said, well, give me a coin. And he said, whose image is on this coin? And they said, Caesar. And he said, well, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's. And the implication is that we're made in his image and his likeness, and that we need to give ourselves back to him, back to God. And um, we can't do that with a resentful heart. You know, some people fall into resentment or disappointment with God and mm-hmm. blaming God for things that he's not responsible for and uh, th- that he didn't purposely do, uh, but he allowed in his, his providence to happen uh, because of sin. And some people get fixated on the, this, this disappointment and, and just continually grow in a downward spiral into a bondage. And the Lord wants to set us free from that. And part of that being set free is recognizing the freedom that we have to give thanks or not. And if we're bound by resentment or bitterness towards God or just resentment and bitterness in life, Mm -hmm. uh, we're not going to be living out a relationship with God with a thankful heart. So, Neil, you really highlighted just how something like an attitude of ingratitude and uh, bitterness or resentment towards the Lord especially can really be bondage and people get stuck. So that makes me think about Unbound. I know that Thanksgiving offering of gratitude is part of Unbound. And could you just help us understand that a little bit more? So one way of looking at an Unbound session, which uh, I think most of our listeners know, it has to do with listening to somebody and and leading them to respond to the Lord with repentance and faith and forgiveness, renunciation, authority, and, and the Father's blessing. And so we lead people through through a response to the Lord. And, and as we're talking about it today, I think that Unbound could be really understood as restoring a thankful heart, mm. that um, things get in our lives and with bondages and areas of difficulty that just can be get stuck. And we, we're restricted but by the sin or by the resentment or by the trauma or a response to trauma. There's so many things that happen, and it's a spiritual battle to continually uh, give thanks. And so Unbound is really a way of releasing a thankful heart. Mm. So in, in the very beginning of the ministry, we give thanks and we ask for the Holy Spirit and Jesus to lead us uh, to freedom to know the Father. And as we go through the process, a very important part is stopping to give thanks. Mm-hmm. If someone has been set free, giving thanks, speaking words of thanks, just confirms for them and releases in them this, this sense of freedom. Sometimes giving thanks uh, comes up against something that is not yet released, mm-hmm. and it exposes the enemy. So both uh, Thanksgiving both exposes the enemy and also confirms the grace of God at work in somebody's life. And so Thanksgiving is a big part of unbound ministry. You know, in this in the scriptures, it 
it actually speaks about uh, Thanksgiving being a sacrifice. Uh, in Psalm 50, verse 23, it says, The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. That's kind of interesting too, isn't it? <laughs> you know, that we can offer a, a thanksgiving or a sacrifice of thanksgiving or a sacrifice of praise. And I think that means it's like you're not always going to feel it. You're not always going to be in touch with that gratitude. That mm -hmm. sense of the goodness of God is going to be far from you. But we can do it anyway. Hmm. Um, you know, Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Hmm. So it's, it's like we, we have this duty, this, this calling, this guideline, uh, this, this clear direction from the Lord to set our hearts on giving thanks, doing it, entering his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything through the Lord Jesus Christ in his name and giving thanks to God the Father. And if, if we set that as a pattern for our thinking and a pattern for our life, everything else is going to fall into a place where we end up at the end of the day just so grateful, hmm. so filled with gratitude. And I think probably probably I would sleep better at night if and go to sleep quicker <laughs> if I let go of all the other things and set my focus on this this calling to express gratitude and, and thanks to him. Yeah, I know you said that Thanksgiving helps to battle anxiety and that's a really good weapon. Have no anxiety about anything but in everything. In prayer and supplication, give thanksgiving and let your requests be made known to God. It's almost like we can take our things that worry us, turn them into an expression of gratitude and a supplication and a request, kind of with a different yeah. focus. Yeah. So, Where's that scripture from, Jacqueline? Um, Philippians 4, 6. You read it one more time. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Have no anxiety. So it's almost like Thanksgiving is our, our weapon mm -hmm. against anxiety. Yes. And when anxiety comes, that we can battle through Thanksgiving and yeah. praise. So if you are moved today and something is going on in your heart where you're realizing maybe you need to address this anxiety or patterns of bitterness or resentment in your heart, we just really want to encourage you to consider reading the book Unbound or listening to some of our Freedom in Christ conference teachings. You can find both of those on our website, heartofthefather.com. And we'd love to have you get an opportunity to receive some Unbound ministry and uh, grow in this grace of gratitude. Mm. As you were sharing, sharing that invitation to read and pick up some of our resources, I was thinking about Abba's heart mm. because of that scripture we just read from Colossians 3.17, that do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And, and it's like that dynamic of really re recognizing that Jesus is within us and that when we're giving thanks, and uh, we're giving thanks in union with Christ to God the Father. And so if you... You don't have that rhythm of coming to the Father through the Son, 
then uh, recommend Unbound, of course, to get free, but also Abba's Heart, mm-hmm. because just it spends time just really on this relationship and overcoming obstacles to our relationship to God the Father. Yes, it does. Amen. Well, on that note, Neil, would you just lead us in a prayer for our listeners today? I'd, I'd be happy to. And so I was thinking this morning that maybe some of you listen to this podcast. You get to the prayer part and you just are listening. But I want to just encourage you to pause. And even if you're busy, just call to mind that the Lord is near. Just call to mind that He is near. And I'd like to uh, to read from Psalm 104. Make a joyful noise to the Lord in all the lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us. And we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And then it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Lord, we, we want to come near to you. We don't want to stand outside of your gates. We don't want to stand on the outside wondering what's going on inside. We want to come near to you, near to your presence. Show us how to go through those gates with thanksgiving and how to enter your courts with praise, how to bless your name. Lord, our our lives are so filled with thoughts about ourselves and our responsibilities and our duties, and we ask you to use some of the words from today's podcast to capture our hearts so that we purposely give thanks to you, that we purposely think about and contemplate your goodness and come near to you. Give us words that express the gratitude that's deep in our hearts. And Father, we just thank you so much for what you've given us in your Son, Jesus. We thank you for the joy of our salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Neil. Thank you for your insights and reflections on gratitude today. I I know, listeners, that you are blessed. Just wanted to say thank you for you, listeners. We are grateful for you. And we're off next week to celebrate Thanksgiving, but we'll be back the following week. And we really look forward to our special Advent series coming up two weeks from today. So look for that and invite a friend to join us. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about taking hold of the freedom you have been given in Christ, check out our website, heartofthefather.com, and find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Matt, Jen, Rachel, and Jacqueline saying goodbye until next time. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him. And he with me. Revelation 3.20